0: My fellow Americans, I want to welcome you to the place you all know and love. The podcast dojo. Wanna put your hands together for two uh very positive male individuals. One on one side, one on the other side, both black on both sides. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with them. And remember, November's coming. Get out the vote. What's up, everybody? Shout out to my bro-ham, my forever president, number 44. My president's still black. And please believe and understand, King Kunta's caddy is also black. All black, everything. Welcome to Black on Both Sides. I want to... Say, hey, you hear that noise? No, you don't. Loud and clear. So King Kunta has the Wi-Fi situation on lock. We're golden. And I'm only one half of the hostess with the mostess in the podcast dojo where I spar every day with the world-renowned, locally-known, universally accepted, Mr. B-Honest. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing, sir? Man, <coughs> I am shocked, man. I cannot believe that you were able to pull strings, get number 44 in to do our, our intros. That is great, man. I know. See, that's how much we care. And that's how much he cares. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. Sure. It, it is.
0: You know, you know, last week we talked about me not getting the uh, uh, number 45 tweet or text message. I actually did get several emails from uh, uh, First Lady Chelio and, and, uh, and my forever president. So, you know, I'm, I'm on some grid. So I, I feel good. I feel, I, feel, I feel like Eric Holder will protect me from harm. Chelio? Chelio Obama. Jesus, be honest.
1: Is that what they call her? Some people do. That's her white name, huh? No. Well, you tell me. You'd know. I'm just saying, that's the, that's the kind of thing white people do. They just, like, they, they shorten it wrong.
0: Hey, you knew who I was talking about. In any <laughs> I event, uh, how have you been, man?
1: I have been wonderful. I have been actually wonderful.
0: Jesus, that's like almost fantastically well.
1: Yeah. Off of almost.
0: my favorite album, The Love Below. Yeah. Uh, actually, is that off The Love Below? Yeah, it is. Behold the Lady. Look that up. Me and Kay um, were talking
1: about how Andre 3000 may have started the singing slash rapping thing based off of The Love Below. What do you, how do you feel about
0: that? Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? I could hate, but. To hate would cause me to destroy that which I loved. I loved love below, so it is where it is. Yeah. Likewise, a little woman was mumbling because he was drinking too much lean. It's not my fault these jabronis can't rap at all. You know what? Is it time? Should I? Is it? Listeners, I'm sorry to be honest, but decorum demands that I do this. As you all know, Be Honest, is located in Atlanta. The heartbeat, if you will, for music and the
1: world. Twist your fingers up.
0: The world. The entire world. The whole thing. Flat, round, the whole damn thing. The whole damn yay is controlling the musical world. Just this past week, two albums came out. In about two days apart from each other. One. From the artist known as Quavo and one from the artist known as Usher. Be honest, may I, may I, may I have just a couple of minutes to share my thoughts on Quavo? Take your time. Be honest, I'm going to ask you to. You probably want to take your headphones off because I'm. <clears throat> I need to do this because one thing we do at Black on Both Sides is we're not going to sugarcoat it. We're not going to BS you. We're not going to, you know, lie on the truth. We're going to keep it 100 all the damn time. Not 99 and a half. because 99 and a half. Well, you know, like your grandmama said, it just won't do. Quavo. Welcome to this barbecue. How in the fuck do you have... Almost 20 damn tracks Of half of which Half Over half 10 10 out of It's 19 tracks 10 out of 19 tracks Has a feature How in the fuck Do you And your crew And your management Allow you To get wrapped On every goddamn track In which there is a motherfucking feature you got Little Yachty outrapped Quavo on the new Quavo. You got Arby Graham outrapped Quavo on the new Quavo. You got some somebody named Sweetie outrapped Quavo on the new Quavo. <laughs> then you got a whole ass takeoff and offset. And guess what the fuck they did on the new Quavo? They outrapped Quavo. What the fuck, man? Are you trying to put people on? You know, I, I got to retract some shit here. I do. I do. I do. I've said in the Slack room, you know what that is by now. If you don't, hey, you know, we got, we got shows in the can. I've said on this show that I didn't think Migos was mumble rap. Well, you know what? Kunta was fucking wrong. Have you ever listened to an album and you were mad as fuck halfway through the album? Because you was trying to follow, silly you, you were trying to follow along what the fuck the dude was saying. Do any of the lines have shit to do with the line immediately preceding or coming after it? No, the fuck they don't. He just got a bunch of shit that just so happens to rhyme. I'm pissed. I'm angry. This is on the heels of the Carter Five, on the heels of Wu Chains. By the way, please listen to Wu Chains. I cannot say that enough. It's a very nice project. Quavo shit makes no damn sense. It doesn't. The reason why I was angry and had a fucking headache is because I was trying to listen to what this nigga was saying. You know what he was saying? Not a goddamn thing. Quavo songs go essentially like this. I fuck a lot of bitches. I got a lot of cash. I take a lot of drugs. Mama! Repeat. Not necessarily in that order. Quavo, Quavo, Quavo. Fuck you and the Migos. As a crew as a staff as a motherfucking record label i will never fall for this shit again i'm done be honest i'm done come <laughs> back in come back in
1: <laughs> i'm wondering who who approved a lot of the stuff like that the album cover like that cover art mm.
0: Start- I don't have a problem with the album cover Okay, you want to be new, you want to be different Your artistic culture and shit <laughs> I mean, it kind of follows their, the Migos' last album culture You want to be artsy-fartsy and shit Okay, right. whatever, nigga Okay, whatever
1: I, I, You know, here's the thing, right? I never had faith in the Migos They were chart-toppers for a while So, you know, I had to accept them But I never Well, they
0: fucked off whatever faith I had in them it gone He was supposed to be the one of the
1: group, though, right? Am I
0: wrong? The one right? that raps? You got any rap? Quavo, do you have any raps? Can you tell a damn, can you tell a story? Can you tell a whole ass story? Can you, can you, can you start from, can you have a, a, a beginning, a middle, and an end? Can you, can you do that for me? Do you have any of those types of raps? Do you, do you write poetry? It's just, just random shit that rhymes. You know what the fuck? This is random shit that rhymes. How the fuck do you get out-rapped by takeoff on your own album? It happened. It happened. Take off, out-wrapped Quavo. What the f- entire fuck? Do it look like that got left off bad on Bougie? Yeah, nigga look like he got left off bad on Bougie. But he came back with a vengeance. Yeah. This nigga had to be sky high. Super duper high. Cat Williams high. Snoop Doggy Dogg at dog high. He had to be Nathan Nice. If you know what I mean. If you know, you know. I'm angry, be honest. I'm angry. Okay. I listened to the entire album. On a very long commute after work home And each track made me more angry than the track before Because I had the audacity To try to keep up what the fuck this nigga Quavo was trying to say Fuck you Quavo Fuck you Takeoff, fuck you Offset Fuck the Migos as a whole You're ruining music In the words of Thanos Well actually not paraphrasing Thanos They will not remember you They will not remember none of this shit all of this shit is like the, the fucking little Zane of, of our current times. It will be gone. Shout out to Lil Zane. wherever the fuck you're doing, whatever the fuck you're doing it at. Little Zane, Quavo, <laughs> same dude. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, man. So, okay. So, I remember you at one point were, uh, I don't know, if, maybe a supporter. I think you were a supporter of the Migos. Am, it's am I wrong? It's,
0: it's, it's, it's that's, this is going to be a theme in the show out there, people. What have you done for me lately? Oh, man. I will be loyal to you as long as you fucking try. But if you completely go on some off-the-farm, off-the-wall, crazy, insane shit, don't expect me to come along with your bullshit. Yeah. So at once a point in time, yeah, I was th- like, okay, okay, Migos, Rick Flair, drip, woo. But then the cracks started happening. One, one of them wife, Cardi B, what the f- entire fuck? What? You right. know she's a scripper.
1: Right. No, it used to be.
0: Whatever. Then two, the other one was in a one of them was in a fucking life, real life situation, where this, this you know this great Samaritan saved their life who didn't have a car and he bought him a goddamn Nissan Altima. Rick Flair drip, right? Rick Flair drip. Pardon me, but I think if, you know, if Diddy was crossing the street and somehow I saved his whole ass life, he's going to do a little better than a fucking used Nissan Altima. Cracks. Cracks are forming. Yeah. And so they've been exposed. They've exposed themselves. It's, it's done. Fuck Quavo. Damn. Fuck Takeoff. off. Fuck Offset. Damn. Fuck the Migos. Damn. The only time I will listen to any goddamn thing these motherfuckers ever put out will be because it's on either the radio and I don't have access to change the dial, or somehow forcing me at a party. Fuck them.
1: Damn. So okay, so you started this off talking about Atlanta though. That Migos don't represent all of Atlanta.
0: Oh, be honest. That was simply strike one. <laughs> oh God. Now, be honest, because, you know, I respect what you do and where you're at. I actually listened to the other podcast you you're on, and you were on a podcast, let's call it "Musical Love Life, when the, when the topic of why not have Usher perform at the Super Bowl that will be played in Atlanta right. this year. Yep. And though you took a very hardline stance that Usher doesn't have anything hot in the streets, and your co-host, Crystal, pointed out, you know, that No Limit song. <laughs> Dude, that's Master P, baby. No Limit. It actually, does go kind of hard, but that's a couple years old. Right. Well, Usher must have fucking heard your podcast, be honest. Because this nigga was sitting with his mohawk or his blonde hawk, whatever it is now. I don't fucking know. You know, taking his herpes medication. like, hey, you know what? I should drop an album. Who can I drop an album with? Let me look at my Rolodex. I'm going to start from the bottom. Oh, Z. What, who do I got in the Z? Zaytoven. Oh, that sounds good. Good enough for Gucci. Good enough for me. This nigga Usher and Zaytoven had an album called <clears throat> The A. <sighs> Be honest, have you heard this shit? You know, I'm sorry. Be honest, have you heard this album? You know I don't listen to albums when they first come out anymore.
1: I have no faith. <laughs> I have no faith in anyone, so I don't listen.
0: Let me Let me do it this way. Usher and I are about the same age So in a sense I've grown up with Usher right. Because Usher started out really young He's probably one of the younger people Who started in the music industry This side of the Jackson family Yeah Started out real young With Diddy Fuck I don't even know if he's even really from Atlanta I have no idea He's not But he's that's from, where he makes from, his home
1: He's from Tennessee
0: Oh there you go So As he changes I feel like I change So when he makes songs They seem to track the things I'm listening to So for him to pick Zaytoven, not fucking surprising. Because I've gone on record here saying, I will tell people who don't know me what they should listen to. Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, you know, respectable bullshit. Well, what I listen to is actually Toe Chines, Future, Trap Scott, Gucci Man. So I love me some Trap beats on the low. So, I, I can, you know, I can, I can understand why he would pick Zaytoven. Because trap is hot right now. Matter of fact, if you don't get a trap beat on your, on your hip-hop, you're going to really have to come with some bars. Cause I, because when I don't hear a trap beat, my first qu- instinct is, well, what the fuck are you doing? Because we're doing trap beats. It's like being in the mid-90s and the early 90s, and a track comes on and ain't New Jack Swing. It's like, well, what the fuck are you doing? we doing New Jack Swing. Well, right now, it's, we doing trap beats. So if you don't have trap beats, you better bring bars. Bars on bars on bars. Who chains bars on bars on bars over RZA beats? Anywho, So I get it. I get it. But when I think Usher, I think Confessions. Ooh. I think that other album was an 82070195678, Hot Fox. I don't know. A lot of numbers. Right. Think of that one. Yo. So I'm expecting some vocals. Some power ballads. Some get booty butt naked in the booth singing vocals shit. Because that's what they said he did on Confessions. Right. I even will take some Master P, baby. No Limit. I'll take some of that shit. Because it's catchy. Because I remember Master P and No Limit. I get the entendres. That makes sense. What about when he
1: started with the climax and let me see like the, the, the Rick Ross... Feature and all that stuff. That was okay. okay yeah, it's, it's
0: okay. It's yeah, okay. It okay. You no, know, keep your name out there. Now this shit right here, this shit here, this whole ass shit here. Less than forty eight hours after Quavo and literally shit the bed. <laughs> how in the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck happened? Did, This nigga didn't, didn't, this nigga, this nigga S-I-N-G. He attempted to S-I-N-G on each of the tracks. Whereas I came to the Usher album looking for him to S-A-N-G on all the tracks. Or at least more than not. Definitely one. I didn't get that. I got some auto-tune bullshit. Got some unrelatable bullshit. Clearly, this nigga right here, Usher Raymond, is going through a midlife crisis. The last review. He just broke up with his main bitch, Grace Miguel. They went there for, what, 10 years? Gone. And the stories are he's surrounded by some young tenders whenever he's going out to party. So he's lost himself. What is he doing? I don't fucking know. Everybody knows the Usher likes older bitches. Young tenders are not going to get it. That's not his jam. You know what? We can all agree that if you get a certain age, you like what the fuck you like. Would you agree with that, be honest? Yeah. You no, know, you you know, you know, Kunta doesn't like you know twenty something year old women. That's just not that's not my jam. That's not who I am. He's somebody age like fine wine. Somebody somebody we can talk about relatable shit. And in Usher's case, he want to talk about you know shit he wasn't even born for because he likes older women, and he ain't doing that. So he's 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 not being true to himself. This album reflects that. This album reflects. It's not even a full effort. It's a half-assed effort. Does this nigga owe people money? Is this for the court? Is this for the court cases? Does he need some money? Is the voice checks not checky enough? Is not enough money coming in from the voice? Because I listen to, they're not even 10 tracks on this damn Usher Zaytoven thing. Let me let me see what, there's not even 10 tracks on it. By the way, let me be clear. Usher's failures has absolutely nothing to do with Zaytoven. That motherfucker does what he does. He makes it do what it do. Now, you can do what it does on it or not. Usher chose not. There's not even 10 tracks on this The A song. Yeah, there's not even 10. There's not even 10. There's not even 10 tracks on The A. And each of these tracks is more pathetic than the track before. Is there a shit you can play in the club? Probably. And those clubs will be limited to Atlanta. Eight songs Eight fucking songs Two features One of them being Future And one of them being Some motherfucker named Gunna I don't live in Atlanta So I don't know who the fuck that is No, be honest You don't have to tell me Because I don't give a damn Uh, The worst song in it by far Is a song called ATA Got one song called Stay at Home Another called ATA Another called Peace Sign Another called You Decide Another called Birthday And number six Let's talk about number six. That's the name of the song? Yeah. No, no. The oh. name of the song is called She Ain't Tell You. Now, let me, try, let me tell you what Usher Raymond was trying to do on She Ain't Tell You. What's Usher Raymond's most critically acclaimed album, be honest? What would you say? Confessions. That's exactly what this motherfucker tried to do on She Ain't Tell You. This whole ass song is aimed at Grace Miguel. Basically, he talks about all this shit he bought this woman that she didn't tell you about. What? And that's, and that's, you know, and because he heard her, she heard him, they heard each other, they should just leave each other alone. Uh, I've heard this before from you, Mr. Raymond. Better back on confessions. Usher, if you ain't gonna do it right, leave it the fuck alone. My advice to you is to put in a phone call to your good buddy Diddy and maybe you can get right back on track. Otherwise, I don't hear shit from you until you're just ready to do that and get you an old bitch. So that's two swings and misses from two of ATL's best in a span of 48 hours from each other last week. The floor is yours, be honest. How did this happen?
1: Okay. So I'm listening again. I didn't listen to the album because I don't, I just, I've, I've, I have a problem now listening to the music when it first comes out. It's just, mo- most of it is so bad that I just don't want to set myself up. So I have to admit that I haven't heard the Usher album. But I know this. this I know the symptoms of what's going on. Quavo, I never liked Amigos, so I, don't, I, I have nothing to say about that. Time will always tell. I used to tell my son all the time when artists would be around one day, i was like, yeah, you like him a lot, but he won't be around next next year or two years from now. The only person I was ever wrong on was T-Pain. I didn't think T-Pain would ever make it as far as he did. But my son was like, yeah, he's going to make it. He's whatever. But I said, T-Pain is the only one who, who made it. The rest of them, I, I couldn't tell you where they are now. I think the Migos are another one of those groups. It's just that the Migos got so popular so quick. So quickly that it would seem as though they were going to be headliners for a long time I think that that may be coming to a drizzle and then it's going to stop raining altogether However, Usher Raymond, let me tell you what these symptoms show me For those of you who don't know Black and Both Sides listeners I used to be in the music industry and I managed artists I did a lot of stuff, but one of the things I did in the the industry was managing artists I had an artist that...
0: um, If I may interject real quick Listeners, read between the lines let me cosign. Be Honest used to be and is what's called in the streets and OG. Listen to this nigga.
1: Okay, I'm back. <laughs> okay. So, the artist that I, this particular artist um, was a, I, I, don't, I don't like putting names out there. So, just he was very successful at one time um, and sold a lot of records. A Grammy may have been in there. And we were working on his solo project. And his concern was that he wanted to get listeners women between 18 and 50 that was his idea and as much as I like to do personally I don't think that it's possible for anyone to get a fan base of 18 to 55 it's just not possible name your favorite artist I guarantee you their fans are not from 18 to 55 it is not possible it is impossible that's why they have different radio stations they have top 40 radio stations and adult contemporary radio stations so now as an artist you have to determine whether you're a top forty artist or an urban adult contemporary artist. Well, not necessarily urban. This is this is on the white side too, but in this particular case, we're talking about Usher. There are two stations. There's a top forty station. There's an urban adult contemporary station. If for, for those who don't know exactly what that means, the urban aden- adult contemporary station would be like the show, like the the Tom Joyner Morning Show. Um, what what are, you know what I'm saying? That that type of show. Shit,
0: you, mammy, listen to
1: right. Those stations, first of all, they cost a lot less to advertise on. So it's a different type of ball game. whereas the top 40 is the glamorous one. It's the one that, you know, you're going to get the big money when you do shows, the, the high dollar advertisers. So everybody's trying to push you towards the top 40 stations. You know what I'm saying? The, the ones that are going to play the today's hits of today. The problem that a lot of artists have when they start aging is that they still want to be able to be on That young station, the top 40 station Even if they know most of their fan base is on that urban adult contemporary station So what I'm thinking, listening to what you're saying And the way the album sounds and the song sound, Him going to Zaytoven to get beats To me it sounds like he's trying to stay on that top 40 But he also still wants to kind of be on He wants to make sure he doesn't shut out his fan base that has grown with him Like you the issue is you cannot do both. Very few artists do both. You don't believe me? Listen to Urban Adult. Or I'm going to say Urban AC from now on. Listen to Urban AC tomorrow and listen to the songs that are playing on Urban AC. And then flip over to your top 40 and see how many of them are also playing on that top 40 station. There are some, but they're very, very few. As a matter of fact, if they're not super, super mega hits on the top 40 station, they're not playing on Urban AC. That's the only way you're gonna hear them on both stations. So imagine let, now. Let,
0: let me jump in real quick. Okay. I didn't I left this out, but this actually goes to your point. Remember how Quavo was on a lot of artists' things. Sometimes he was singing hooks. Right. Usher's songs sounds like sound like they could have been done by Quavo. Ooh. He sing rapping on some of them.
1: Ooh. Yeah, man. This, it, it's, it's, it's sad, but. He's going to figure it out. Auto-tune. He's going to figure it out. Usher's going to figure it out. Usher is one of the greatest ever at, in, you know, R- in the R&B genre. I think he's going to figure it out. It just may take him falling flat on his face to see it. Because you cannot, you, your fan base cannot be 18 to 55. That is impossible. It's impossible. He needs to go You
0: 30. know what pisses me off about this from Usher? Yeah. Is that I put Usher in a completely different uh, stratosphere than other artists. I, I put him in the rarefied air with the all time greats. You know who didn't do this shit? He dropped these drop these drop these bombs and these you know these misses. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Prince. Did Luther ever get out of? I forget who the fuck Luther was. Nope.
1: Yeah, but you're not you're not listening to what you're saying. Listen, look, the artists you just named, they don't give a fuck about urban top forty radio. They don't care if they're on Hot 107.9. They never cared about that. Usher killed Hot 107.9. So any, wherever the hot is, Usher was on it. You see what I'm saying? So for many, many years, Usher was the hot station, but now he has to look at Urban AC. Michael Jackson was on the pop station. That's, t- that's a different, that's a different beast. Usher probably could still make that pop station if he wasn't trying to hit the hot station. You see what I'm saying?: I see what you're saying, but what I'm saying is he wants to be relevant on the rap station, is what I'm saying. That
0: you, you cannot have to do. be comfortable in who the fuck you are If you want to be one of the all-time greats then you don't get like beyonce beyonce doesn't really give a fuck what radio station plays her music not true
1: not true beyonce beyonce is proving by getting songs from the migos that she's trying to chase the same thing only difference is some kind of way she had some hits she got some hits out of hers maybe usher should have got the migos to write for him too
0: well, they may have, because as I said, he's sing rapping in autotune in the similar way as, as Quavo or Offset would on, you know, on a collaboration they would be on. So to me, the whole project itself is a reach. It, he's out of his depth. <sighs> uh, he's not doing anything well. And, you know, I'm glad Zaytoven got the check because Zaytoven did. It's not, this is not Zaytoven's fault. Yeah. He does what he does. Yeah. If anything, Zaytoven wasted eight tracks that he could have given to somebody else.
1: No, not that bad. I got to listen to it, man. You gonna make me listen to it now, tomorrow probably.
0: Go listen to it, man. ATA is bullshit. That's one of his, that's song number two. Uh, that uh, She Didn't Tell You is, is, is the weakest attempt at a single track off Confessions that I've ever heard. Like, nigga, you already did Confessions, it's over. Right. You already did it. Yeah. You already did it. <laughs> if you're gonna do confessions, I need you to get a butt ass nigga in the studio and really let all this shit out like Jermaine Dupree said you did. Don't give me with don't hit me with this auto-tune uh, half ass Miko raps trying to tell me about you bought this, you bought that, and I'm nah, nigga, something happened. Y'all was together for ten years, and all of a sudden y'all ain't no more. We know you like old bitches, so what happened? And we know what really happened, Nick. Oh, you bought all this shit, and so what? What happened? Did you did you really give all those all those people her pieces? That what happened, Usher? Did you oh, do that? Man, come on, is that what happened? You know, with the, they hit them with the Vow tracks. Come on, man. <laughs> so the A, in my opinion, took two black eyes. Be honest, I can't let you run away from this shit. Be honest, is sitting as I told you earlier in Atlanta. King Kunta Three X, please say the Three X is sitting in Los Angeles County. Now I know Beyonce don't give a fuck about baseball. And King Kunta probably cares even less about baseball. But I'm not gonna sit there and pretend like what happened last week didn't happen last week. When the LA Dodgers had the ATL Braves take that L. You take that L. Mm, <laughs> you eat that L. Mm. You chew it up you chew that L up real good, you swallow it, and you, and then you you spit it out and you eat it again. LA.
1: Go Dodgers. Right. So LA is are they the LA Dodgers this year. I mean, you know y'all change up with that.
0: No, that's the that's the that's the Angels, man. Nobody fucks with the Angels outside Orange County. No, the Dodge LA. Los Angeles Dodgers. Magic Johnson's team. Well, he used to be. He sold his interest. I mean, Whatever. but they they are not always been Dodgers and they probably won't Remain Dodgers. Yes, they have always been Dodgers. What are you talking about? No, this they have like One of the most storied franchises in Major League Baseball history. Let's stop right here. They have not That's always been far in Los more Angeles. baseball talk than anyone is ever entitled to hear on Black on Both Sides. And I personally apologize, listeners. And I apologize to be honest. I'm sorry. I did that. Yeah, did that. They I'm haven't sorry.
1: always been in Los Angeles. That's what I was saying. Anyway, I, I'm done too. I don't. I don't give a fuck about baseball. I'm mad that the Braves lost to y'all, but it doesn't really
0: matter because they good. didn't show the fuck up. I got a dude on your team named Dansby. Could there be a more white Atlanta name than Dansby? I thought we were- Dansby. <laughs> Get me a biscuit, Dansby. <laughs> Did you know that? You have a homegrown Atlanta on Atlanta Braves, a white dude named Dansby. I couldn't care less. Dansby. Come with these names. Anywho, uh, oh shit. Okay, let's let's transition to some important shit. Uh, what the fuck are y'all doing in Atlanta with this governor race? <laughs> what do you mean what are we doing with it? Y'all just got like like fucking hundreds of thousands of votes that, 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 that Kemp is holding up and seventy percent of them are black? You ain't heard about this shit? Kemp is a complete weirdo. I am scared. If if you had- got like like hundreds of thousands of voter registrations being held up. And 70% of them are estimated to be black votes. Yeah. You black, new black voters. What the fuck, man? They must not have seen the commercials. Ah. And the two people candidates, I don't remember their names, but it's, so it's, a, it's a white dude, I think, and a black woman. Yep. They're neck and neck, and you got all these votes held up. Like, shouldn't somebody, shouldn't, shouldn't somebody sue somebody about this shit? I don't know, man. Seems like racism. I don't know about racism, but I don't want. I, I 70% of the voters that he's holding up. The uh, I guess he's the attorney general of your state are African American voters. Okay, don't seem right. It's like, oh shit, we told these niggas not to vote. Well, what happens? Well, Which you know, I never understood Georgia politics to be honest with you, as black as. As black ass as Georgia is, I didn't understand why almost everybody wouldn't black as fucking Georgia at at the political level. So, well, in Atlanta, in Atlanta. Good luck with that. I'm sure that, you know. In
1: Atlanta. Outside of Atlanta, outside of Atlanta, it's not that black. I mean, there's black people, but Atlanta's
0: very black. Like, Bubba Sparks' not black because he's still kind of black.
1: Yeah, he's not
0: black at all, actually. Come on, Bubba, let's go.
1: He's Alabama too, not Georgia. Really? Yeah. Fuck, I didn't know that. No, here's Damn. the thing about Atlanta. Atlanta music is so on point that people come from the surrounding neighboring cities and sometimes states. So Bubba Sparks is from is not from Atlanta. Joe is not from Atlanta. Usher was not from Atlanta.
0: Is anybody the fuck from Atlanta? Atlanta? Is Atlanta like Los Angeles? In which case nobody is really from there, but they live there?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Pastor Troy is from Atlanta, but he went to like Augusta or Macon to get popular and came back because he couldn't That's get- a
0: name I haven't heard in quite some time. I wonder what he's doing.
1: Pastor Troy is popping. I I still see Pastor Troy out doing like shows. He's doing like the um, the alternate. You know where he's
0: not popping? Los Angeles. Okay, sure. He's he's doing the alternate. E forty of Georgia. What does that mean? (laughs) It means like E (laughs) forty, E forty funds really, aka the ambassador of the whole damn yay, is not really popping anywhere outside of California. Is that kind of how Pastor Troy is?
1: Vice versa is quite possibly the hardest song from the South ever.
0: I'm talking about now, man.
1: I don't care about, I'm talking about period I'm talking about period I don't get into that relevancy race that people get into I don't, I don't care who's popping right okay, now Okay, so
0: it's, yeah, so, so Pastor Troy is the equivalent of is, is the Atlanta equivalent of V40 He's not national, he's local Okay, thank you Okay <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but good, shit, man But uh, Good luck,
1: Stacey uh, Abrams That's what I want to say Good luck, Stacey Abrams That's the black candidate for
0: governor Listeners, wherever the fuck you are um mercy, mercy me. Things ain't what they used to be. You probably need to, you know, read your you probably need to register to vote. You probably got a few days to do that. You probably should read what's on the ballot because I tell you what, people are 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 polarized and pissed. People that are in power are trying to make sure that upcoming new people I when I say new people, I mean you people When I say you people, I mean people of color Stay in your place So, you know, read up What's going on in your neck of the woods Make sure you have your voice heard Because, you know, it's just not normal shit right now It just, just ain't Everything we're doing right now Irregular shit Um Where were we? Okay, so Dodgers beat the Braves <laughs> Voter problems <sighs> You know what? You got anything non-controversial you want to say, Bianca?
1: I already know where you want to go, so let's just go there and stop
0: playing games. Let's talk about Donye. Um, see what I did there? I took Donald Trump's name and I mixed it with Kanye. That's cute. And I called it Donye. That's very cute. Thank you. I got it from a meme, um, in which they superimposed Kanye West's face under Donald Trump wig. This motherfucker loves everybody. I loved Hillary, but I couldn't really feel the I'm with her because growing up as a kid whose father wasn't around. What? <laughs> I'm not going to repeat myself, <laughs> listeners. People out there, you know, listeners out there who really want to support the show, who really want to support the movement that is known as the Rare Sonnets Network. You know, Black on Both Sides is one show of many. And you know we are a part of a larger network, and those who support the movement are premium members for the low price of four ninety nine, which is less than the amount of money you would need to go in on a sack because you need five on that. But four ninety nine, you can have access to premium content, and that's when people like myself, people like Be Honest, and the other show hosts across the Rare Sonus network uh, post. You know, essentially just their thoughts in a short form, in a form that's shorter than our normal podcast on the shows we appear on. So I've I've covered Kanye's Week of Coonery. In the process of that, um, people have spoken about this in the Slack Room. For any first-time listener, the Slack Room is a place where you can come and interact with literally every show host except for Crystal off Musical Love Life because she's too good for us. But it's okay. We love her. We do. And we're glad that she was able to survive being at a whites-only horse show. And she was able to get back home without, you know, being hunted or anything like that. Um, In any event, this is how you interact with us. This is how you you see what goes on behind the scenes. This is how we get show topics. This is how we get feedback from you immediately about the things that we post. So in the Slack room, uh, on a premium, Kunta's Chronicles, from your boy, I posted about Kanye's week of coonery, And there was some mixed reviews. The first mixed review that we're going to go with is that um, one member of the Slack who will go nameless. uh, And your boy, be honest, think that they actually understand what Kanye is trying to do. So Kunta is going to step aside here and ask be honest, to explain to me this message that kanye is trying to convey that you understand and actually makes sense so the floor is yours be honest tell me oh, okay explain so first one, explain kanye to me what is what is he doing how how have i misunderstood the message we're going to quote directly
1: because you kind of you kind of smeared what was being said uh, the person in the slack room said i hear what kanye is trying to say
0: i it's said not a smear I can say I misquoted. That's not a smear.
1: Okay. So um, my response to that was, me too. You don't have to make that a confession. It's it's what makes us beautiful. Oh, well, he said it was a Slack confession. So listeners who have not been in the Slack, basically what we have also is Slack confessions where you tell something about yourself that either mainstream life or the people in the Slack won't necessarily agree with, so you call it a Slack confession before you say it. And that was, that was his Slack confession. He can hear what Kanye is saying. And I said that you don't have to make that a confession. It's what makes us... Time be- out.
0: For example, a Slack confession would be psych. Get your ass in the Slack if you want a Slack confessions.
1: Resume. See what I did there? <laughs> okay. I said you don't have to make that a confession. It's what It's what makes us beautiful as humans. We don't have to all be the same. So... The idea here is that I hear what Kanye is trying to say. I may not
0: agree with it. And see, that's where Mia... You you hear that he loves Donald Trump and that wearing a Make America Great Again hat makes him feel like a superhero, his (laughs) favorite superhero, Superman. Yeah. And that Donald Trump represents us all. And so he has to be dope. Uh, So he should probably fly around in like hydrogen-powered jets. Right. Because that's what I heard Kanye say. Right. So I'm not... That's sorry okay. I'll, I'll go back to being quiet.
1: no, that that's that's fine uh, everything you said is, is accurate. um but I, I what I'm hearing from Kanye is not necessarily the message that I would be saying. I don't agree with Kanye. In fact, if I'm quoted and I'm on record as saying, I really don't give a fuck what music he puts out anymore. I'm kind of tired of him, period.'m not a, I'm no longer a fan of Kanye's music because of who Kanye has become as a person. That being said. I don't think that it should, there should be a fuck Kanye campaign going on because he doesn't agree with what you're saying or he doesn't agree with what you feel is right or wrong. He's still entitled to have his own opinion, and I understand what he's saying. I just don't agree with it. Is that not clear?
0: Sorry. While you were saying all that, I just had, you know, this remix in mind where uh, YG and Nipsey Hussle instead of fuck Donald Trump. They say, yeah, fuck Kanye West. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Kanye West, yeah. because Fuck Kanye West. Did you see that Snoop Dogg post today? I think I sent it to you, but you don't check social media, so I'll explain it. So apparently Snoop Dogg, who's been going hard, R.I.P. pimpsy, hard on Kanye West about all this shit. Apparently he just discovered, just discovered, (laughs) the controversy behind Drake's hit smash. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? So you'd never have... Yeah, Kiki. Those listeners out there don't know. Kiki is a nickname for those who are in the close circle for one Kim Kardashian. So the scuttlebutt is Drake. I'm going to be crass. Put dick to Kim Kardashian and that's what this song is about. And that's why Kanye West is pissed. Because remember Kanye West about three weeks ago was saying some shit to Nick Cannon about he doesn't need to talk about dating his wife and whatnot and all this, this, that, and the third. So Kanye West is in his feelings because, you know, he married who he married. And if you want to see how Kim Kardashian performs in the bedroom, all you got to do is hit Google. Shout out to Ray J, the real Ray J. Ray J is the only Negro on planet Earth who have not not net never been touched by the Kardashian curse. Slow clap for Ray J. What do you, what do you he mean he hasn't brother. been touched? I see what you did there.
1: You have to have a, a prominent career to be touched by it. Who who? What the fuck was Ray J doing? Ray J has Ray J has been around the industry for a lot of years.
0: I mean, he got he got wireless Bluetooth earphones. <laughs> Whole wireless Bluetooth earphones, man. They go in your ear. They ain't got no wires. They be playing music and shit. You can take calls. Ray Com. They got the Ray Buds.
1: He's been in the industry since like ninety I say late nineties. Name me two songs.
0: One four three. Never Sexy can I? Sexy, Sexy can I. You know why I. I know that beyond yeah. Sexy Can I is the only one. You know why I know that. What? It's the same conversation we had about Pastor Troy. And 40
1: Right. It's local.
0: It's local. I'm out here in L.A. Uh-huh. And L.A. still loves Ray J to some extent. So that's why I know that. Uh-huh. So we probably would have to take a poll to figure out if anybody else could name any Ray J hits. I only know because of where I am.
1: Well, you said hits. So only one that was a hit was Sexy Can. That other thing, I 143, that was a music Soul Child song. Who cares, nah, yeah, okay. who cares
0: about his Man, One-fourth? Yeah, okay. Whatever. Who cares about his brother? I'm version? not going to argue about Brandy's <laughs> brother. I'm just saying, of all the people that have fucked Kardashians, most of them have been near death. Lamar. Oh, Lamar. Uh, Lamar. Lamar was a star. Uh, and,
1: then he, Bridget, nah, Bridget,
0: and then he almost killed him. He, yeah, Lamar almost bled out, <laughs> almost OD'd at the Bunny Ranch. Lamar was a
1: star, though he was a bona fide, certified star. Then he started putting Dick in a Kardashian. Reggie Bush was a star.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, did I say Kardashian? I meant Simpson. See okay. what I did there? I did see what you do there, did there. But what I'm saying is Ray J wasn't a star. Right? Like Ray J is Miles born. Austin. He was a rising Dallas Cowboy star and he started fucking who, who was he with? He was with uh Kim, right? Yeah. Ray J getting started. and also that nigga forgot how to catch whole ass forgot how to catch. Nigga just couldn't catch anymore. <laughs> I think it only he got the uh, stars. Reginald Bush. Reginald Bush is like, you know, is like a like Smokey, like a crackhead. He's like a Pookie from New Jack City. He keep calling me. He keep calling me. He couldn't get Kim, so he had to go find a whole ass other Armenian that looked exactly the fuck like Kim. Right, and he was never the same.
1: Okay, fair enough, but you know what, this is, this is so far off topic What really, the argument me and you had was not Kanye at all Kanye is a space cadet The argument me and you actually had was about Oh, you
0: want to do that one, okay It was
1: about Jim Brown, because you said fuck Jim Brown too And I'm like,
0: what? Fuck Jim Brown I don't give a fuck what you did in the past If you're going to turn around and stab me in the back today
1: How did you get stabbed in the back? Tell me
0: and I didn't post this, and nor did I speak about this, but Jim Brown has been on a pro-Donald Trump thing from the very beginning. When they asked him initially, he was saying, let's give him a chance. Yep. Jim Brown was also anti-Colin Kaepernick.
1: Nope, he wasn't anti-Colin Kaepernick. You need to listen, to listen to the actual interview again. Listen to the actual interview again. He, he told Colin Kaepernick, if you need help making this thing work, holla at me. What you're doing is the wrong way. That's what he actually said. That's the he, wrong way? Yeah, he said that
0: you're doing it the wrong NASA way. Massa says it's the wrong way. Massa, awesome.
1: okay. So, Jim Brown, somebody who was arguably one of the best running backs ever. So, let's start wife there. Wife beater as well. Let's start there. Football.
0: He beats, he beats women.
1: He beats Jim, women. have you stopped this, beating your wife? This is ridiculous. If, if When's the last time you beat your wife, If Jim? we're going to do that, then there's no point even continuing. If, I'm just, am I lying? Yes, you're You're not lying, but what you're doing is you're trying to get the the... The bullshit sympathy vote I'm saying that
0: nigga went stale Like some milk that was left out overnight That's what I'm saying Okay,
1: so like I said He's got more revolutionary in his pinky Than you have in your whole body No, had Had. Has Because you you can't take away the things That he's already done I can if you're if you're setting back the movement today. You can. Who said how? They you don't know, wield his old he ass it back. He's sitting there in front. He's of Trump. setting it nigga, back. You don't went what? from
0: being with the great Muhammad Ali, the great fucking Bill Russell, right. the great Kareem Abdul Jabbar, right. trying to stand up for social rights, right. and now you with this coon Kanye in front of the, the Cheeto's I office. I don't agree what the that Kanye.
1: I don't agree Kanye is a coon either. What Jim Brown actually said about the president's office was not pro Donald Trump either. It was pro president. It was pro-USA I think you need to listen A little bit better Instead of just taking the idea That you get the memes From social media What Jim Brown Was actually saying was That is our president That we are going to Respect the office He said we're going to Respect the office We're going to Respect the flag. No I'm
0: not respecting shit Because in the last Eight years When President Obama Was president They didn't respect The fucking office Jim Brown didn't He can't speak For nobody else He's talking about himself He says We
1: are going to Respect the office You don't have to but he's going to respect the office because he's a man of integrity. You flip-flop with whoever's got the great, the right message and what he did in his past and what, nah, what's man. happening now and what's going on later. And I who, recognize Jim, Jim Brown did takes. in the
0: past. Mm-hmm. But you, I can't forgive you? what Jim Brown did last week. What did he do? What did he do last week? He's in support of somebody with bipolar disorder who said slavery was a choice he and let's repeal not. the 13th Amendment. He That's never what. said
1: he supported Kanye West. Listen again. When
0: did he say that? He was there. That doesn't he mean, was the only person of note. There. He was, it was Kanye there with Kanye. And the Cheeto.
1: He wasn't there with Kanye. He was there on his own at the same time. He was in support s- of freeing Larry Hoover? Did he, did he say anything about Larry Hoover? Listen to what I'm saying. Like you gotta, you have got to pay more attention. You can't just go with the meme. Did he say he wanted Larry Hoover free? No. Kanye was on that shit. Kanye was one time, Chicago violence is down 20%. Jim Brown didn't say shit about that. I wasn't riding for Kanye. I was telling you that you can't say fuck Jim
0: Breath. I mean Jim Brown. what was Jim both. Brown there for? Tell me. Jim, Jim so Brown like, was I just there. read memes and look at my lying ass. I try to tell I, you pictures of people I try meeting to, with Cheeto. I tried so to tell Jim you. Brown, why was Jim Brown there?
1: I just try to tell you. I have even said it already. He said that we should support the office of the presidency. And we should So support- he was
0: there in support of Donald Trump. He was there to
1: support the office. Donald Trump is our because president. Because if he's not going like to like hold up the not, office, the shit's just going to fall Donald down. Trump, I don't understand. Donald Trump is our president, like it or not. So he's saying the only way that we're going to affect change is by being here. You can't affect change talking shit on social media. That's not going to work. That does nothing. And I'm going to take his word over yours because you've never done a real protest. He has. He's been in the face of danger when it mattered. So I'm going to take his opinion way more than I'm going to take yours or any other social justice warrior that's sitting with their, their cell phone in their hand, tip, tap, tip, tap, tapping and shit about what they think the right First thing and the wrong thing is. He you wants know to support I've never been
0: in a protest? I don't. I just said that. But because it, you I can actually run. know my real whole ass life of where I told you I went to school at. Right. <laughs> Second of all. Uh, that's fair. I, I, I don't Jim know Brown should know better. He needed to be there to, what is he, to support the office? Yes, the office of the, the president office United of the, States? Yes. So who is he showing support to, to Trump or to Kanye or to both? To, who is he showing support to?
1: To the nation. A nation that, that what? A nation that we have benefited from too. You cannot, What is he showing support
0: of, be honest? What do you mean? You got to ask a better question. So you said he's there supporting the office yes. in connection with what? In connection with these talks about Kring no. Larry Hoover Sr.? No, or that- these talks about, about uh, by the way, we have a whole ass national uh, emergency going on with a hurricane and we're having this photo op. Yeah. So what is, what is Jim Brown's role? Tell me his role hurricane. other than just generally saying supporting the office. No, what is he doing there? Hurricane. Why is he there you, to show what is he? What is the message he's telling us? How many times are you gonna ask me
1: before you let me answer? Hurricanes come and go; they come and go every year. I'm uh, national disaster. In my ass, it comes you know every year. You sound like so, right now. No, listen to what I'm saying. Hurricanes he's come sound and like go.
0: like a Mac named Jamie saying hurricanes
1: come and, come and go. What I'm saying is that Jim Brown is trying to p- relay the message to everyone that we need to support the office. Period. We need to be in solidarity period, about all the issues, about everything that's going on, because you're not going to affect change while you're running your mouth about who's an idiot and who's dumb, the dumbest president, and who don't like black people, who don't like this. He's saying, let's have some solidarity here, and let's figure out how we can support the office so that we can infect. And so we, we can affect change. Now you have on the other side of the table.
0: Wait, Kanye wait, wait West. Let, me, let me stop you there. Hold on a second. No, how, you I've, I've let up, you, you you been talking lot. You've been talking a lot. A sitting let me, president Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. On my point. division.
1: Let me finish my point. You've been talking a lot more than me. Kanye West is on the other side of the table talking about some Larry Hoover. Nobody else in that room was talking about Larry Hoover. No one. Nobody else Donald Trump had no idea That's what was coming out of his mouth No one did Whoever the black lady was Who was beside Kanye She had no fucking idea No one knew That Larry Hoover Was going to be the, A topic of, of importance Or hydrogen planes Or the president Looking flying dope Or the Chicago having Some kind of imaginary 20% reduction in crime No one knew that And no one really gives a shit I don't care. Kanye is not a spokesperson for me. He's not who I want to have any solidarity with. But what Jim Brown's message was is, hey, let's group together and remember that we are still Americans. And in order to be Americans successfully, we have to have some solidarity. If we're split, we're going to get conquered. That's the point that he was trying to make. I don't see what other, other point there could be from that. You can make it be a whole bunch of fuck him because he's a coon. I don't see any of that. What I see is a dude that has been uh, have, has had a lot of integrity for a long time and also ha- is, is sitting in the office right now trying to affect some type of change. And I hear people talking about fuck him and he's a coony. That's ridiculous. You don't know shit about why he's there. As a matter of fact, there are no sound bites from Jim Brown in that meeting. All you heard was Kanye's bullshit. You think he didn't say anything, though? I doubt that.
0: The problem with everything you're saying is that Donald Trump ran a campaign and has run a presidency based 100% on division of people of color, women. Uh, And so this idea that we're in support, that's not what he ran on. That's not what his presidency has been based on. This is the same guy that wants to build a wall, same guy that says Mexico sins rapist, and that's it. The same guy that calls people who take a silent protest uh, as uh, you know sons of bitches. So that's the that's the key that's the the key problem, the key fault, the single point of failure in literally everything you're saying. There's no unite. There's nothing to unite. Donald Trump and his administration has not been about uniting anything other than white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant males who have a certain social status.
1: Right. So what's your plan? Turn your back on the country, turn or your back on country. For Jim Brown
0: to be there and for there not to be a soundbite is his fault. No. And, uh, so the only thing that we can say— is that when Kanye That's showed not up his to, fault. White House, to the that White isn't his House? That is not his fault
1: because they didn't play his his sound bites. That's a, how's Brown that his fault. He don't edit the videos. Support. He doesn't edit the newspaper. He was there with a message that you didn't get to hear because it's not as superficial and as wonderful as Kanye's crazy shit. People want to hear that. They don't want to hear what real messages are out there. And the fact that you're saying now so you said that Jim be-
0: Brown was not in support of Kanye's message, I don't How think do you that know Jim that? Brown I don't know
1: that. I don't think that because you would have heard him say you would have heard that sound bite. Trust me. You would have heard that soundbite. While Kanye is going on and on, have, did you look at Jim Brown's face? He was looking. He was looking stern. Like he was. He not- looks
0: bewildered. Is what he looks like. Like someone who probably is also having mental issues. Oh and come should on! Have been willed out there.
1: Come on, man. That's ridiculous. So what's your plan then? If your plan is your plan to turn your back on everything in the, in the presidency, turn your back on the entire office, turn your back on the country. How does that work? Tell me how that works out for us in the end.
0: Literally, perhaps three or four shows ago. I told you, even in the armed forces, and you disagreed with me, and you, and despite the fact that I, the source I gave you was someone currently in the armed forces, right. you were relying on old information, said that what this person who's currently in the armed forces told me is not true. So even within the military branch itself, at least the Air Force, there are questions as to the integrity of the Commander-in-Chief, and the way that it was explained to me is that it is questioned to the point of we don't care what he says. We have our military code. Yeah, right. there is division. Trump ran on division and division is what we have. So I don't have a free pass from Jim Brown because he happened to show up when the insane person was talking to the other insane person. And I don't have the benefit of knowing why the fuck he was there. So all I can say is that he was there in support of either the insane person, Kanye, or the other insane person, 45. That's That's a a logical thing to draw. No, your not. whole idea, your whole conversation that, oh, he's there to show that there's respect for the office. Based those, on those what? His words. You've superimposed it. Those were his At words. Best, no, no. You're doing the same thing I am. No, so those are his words.
1: For Jim Brown. Those are his words. I'm telling you what Jim Brown's words were. They didn't get any sound bites from the actual meeting, but I did get some sound bites on CBS News. Those were his words. He was there to show support of the office which we all have to do because just like hurricanes coming and going so do presidents they come and go so you're talking this shit about donald trump but when donald trump leaves the office is still there and what have we been doing lately since you like the what have you done lately what have we been doing lately for the office for the nation what have we been doing Are we just trying to turn our backs and go to sleep somebody got to show up somebody has to sit in the fucking office and look at donald trump in his eyes somebody got to be there yeah, that's not those support. Would, be, that is those would be his Donald staffers
0: Trump. who are saying that staffers. they take things off of his desk and I, that, hey, you guys out there, don't worry. There's a secret movement going against the president. Right. You know, so that's crazy. One. Two, let's go back to the—let's to the, go two years ago. At what point in time did the GOP show any respect to the office when President Barry H. Obama sat in the White House? Take your time. I'll wait.
1: I'm going to give it to you. This is some spiteful bullshit. We're just going to play petty now? This is fucking ridiculous. So at what point do we grow the fuck up and still go, go
0: about business? So because
1: they, wah, wah, they didn't give our black president respect, so now we're not going to give anybody respect
0: either. You live in a state where there is currently, right now, as we sit here and broadcast today, right. an allegation of hundreds of thousands of voters who are registered who are being suppressed. Right. This is about power. This is about this is about polarization based on are you red or are you blue? It is where it is. This is a failed system. So I we agree. can allow the system to continue to fail.
1: There's I two ways it can agree. fail.
0: It can either fail in on 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 the, the blue side, in which case it can fail and maybe Maybe some social progress will be made on its way to failure or go all the way red and say, well, it can fail, and, but, but the only way they will progress will be for those who are either in the top percentage of, of the social class state and who are also white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant, probably males. I'm going to choose to have it fail on the blue side rather than the red side because at the end of the day, we're in the fucking matrix. There's two pills. There are no other pills. There's two, red or blue.
1: Nah. I agree that it's failed And I've, I'm on record On this show For saying that as well It's going to burn To the ground However The people who are Not there when it burns Will not have a fucking say And your your remedy Is to just turn your back And say fuck that shit Fuck Jim Brown Fuck Kanye Fuck Trump And what I'm telling you Is if your black ass Ain't there when it burns You will not have control When it, come, when it goes to ashes And when they rebuild it You're not going to be In the conversation Once again There will be no red There will be no blue All that shit is going to Burn to the ground And when it does Where are you going to be somewhere complaining about some shit that you should have been on point at the office. Nope, because we don't want we don't want anybody to be there. Steve Harvey, don't go see Donald Trump. Uh, Jim Brown, don't go see Donald Trump. You guys stay away. Stay away because if we go at all, that's support. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Somebody has to be there. Somebody has to show up and somebody has to be willing to put in groundwork. You can't do Ground that. Groundwork with whom to what end? When the ashes to Donald settle. Trump? No, when the he's ashes the current settle, sitting president. He's the what? He's the current sitting president. And you don't think that if you're not in the room, you matter? You don't fucking matter if you're not in the room.
0: You think Kanye matters to Donald Trump?
1: If you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Isn't that what Kanye Omarosa said? To Donald Trump. That's actually a great fucking quote. If you're not on the table, you're on the menu. And that's, that's the most pertinent shit. That's the realest shit Omarosa ever wrote. She didn't write that. She quoted it from somebody else. But that's the realest shit in the world. If you're not at the table, you're on the menu.
0: So you want to keep getting you fucking think, eaten. Donald, you think Kanye West was really at the table? Or do you think it was a show? Were you there? He's at, he's at least in
1: the room. I don't, you know, there's a, there's a thing we have in the music industry as well. You ain't got to be the nigga that's at the table signing the contract. But just get your ass in the room. If you're in the room, you have far more power than a nigga that's sitting at home. Trust me when I tell you that. There have been many a meetings where I was no one in the meeting, but I was in the fucking room. And that mattered later on. I promise you when I tell you this, if you're not in the room, it doesn't matter.
0: You don't Let matter. Let me tell you why Kanye... Omari West was in the room because Donald Trump, (laughs) he just can't understand why we as black people don't support him. Doesn't get it. He's talked to pastors, black pastors, doesn't get it. So he's partnering up with boxers and rappers trying to get more black votes for himself and his party. And he doesn't get it. Why we want to support him? Kanye West was in the room because someone in Trump's staff thought Kanye West might serve a purpose to get us off of the blue plantation into the red plantation. Come on. That's why Kanye Omari West was allowed to be in the room. And when Kanye Kunye Omari West got up to hug Donald Trump, the the look on his face... A look on Trump's face. What in the entire fuck? Nigga, you are fuck you are crazy, (laughs) nigga, huh? Wow. Wow, you love me some me, huh? Whoa. It's like, oh, shit. I'm surprised Secret Service didn't tackle him. Oh, shit. Because he got up and went around the Oval Oval Office desk. I I love Donald Trump. I love him. He's one of my inspirations. He's one of my business inspirations. When I went to Adidas, he never really finished that. When he went to Adidas, I guess he had Trump in mind. one of my inspirations, and I love him. I love everybody.
1: There's no way he's getting a factory in downtown Chicago, by the way. I don't, I don't know if you heard that. We but.
0: will have Donald Trump factories and Kanye West idea centers. That's what we will have. And he will ride, you know, there will be no Air Force One. He will ride in a hydrogen-powered plane <laughs> that I saw in my iPhone with my pass. And and you and you saw my pass code was zero, 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 because I'm a genius. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way that's just happening. Let's let's, let's get really serious here about Kanye. Bipolar disorder is fucking serious. Either you take your meds or your life falls apart. Kanye West, based on what I'm seeing, is no longer taking his meds. So let's go on a watch now. And see how long it takes for his life to fall apart. He promised an album two or three weeks ago. It never came out. Do you know where Kanye West was last night? Africa. I do. He was in Africa. Yep. What is he doing? Do you think he and Kim are on the same page about these Trump shenanigans? Probably not. Because the same people in this society... were in a... There's a great movie, be honest, that I encourage you to watch and I encourage our listeners to watch. It's called Idiocracy. Have you heard of that, be honest. I've seen it. We're literally living that shit out. And society has been dumbed down to an insane point. Literally, the people who are intelligent are making intelligent decisions and deciding not to reproduce, whereas the people who maybe not be as intelligent as other people are just, you know, living their best lives and their consequences. And right now, right now, (laughs) I saw this great meme, and I posted it. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Kanye West's mom, Dr. Deandra West, is turning over in her grave. Kanye West has decided that he is the most important and the most intelligent person in the entire world. Don't believe me. Just ask him. He'll tell you. He says it all the time. And this idea of, I have all the answers. Does that sound familiar? Donald Trump said that. I have all the answers. Look no further. I have all the answers. I can solve everything. Jesus said that too. That ain't this, this ain't that. You know how I feel about that. Anywho, uh, or maybe you don't. We're all aliens. Psst, keep it under wraps. Um, yeah, so this idea that, you know, we don't need to, we don't need to enrich ourselves by knowledge and that we are the sole holders of all knowledge in, just in our heads. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, you know, Kanye West and Donald Trump have something very, that very much in common. They share a common trait. That trait is uber-narcissism. Do you really believe Kanye West cares about other people? Let's look, let's let's take a breakdown. So, what does Kanye West, how does Kanye West make money other than music? Okay, let's see. He's got a fashion line, Easy Season. Let's just keep quiet about what Yeezy season actually looks like. How much is it? Hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars. Who can afford this? Nobody, really. Well, Let's look at Yeezy Boots. His shoes, his Adidas shoes. They average about, you know, what? And that's if you're able to catch them immediately upon release because after that, they go up to thousands of dollars. So Kanye West, he's not really attached to... Mainstream individuals He hasn't Hasn't been for quite some time It's not who he is Donald Trump Millionaire How'd he get Started his first business Oh uh, he borrowed A billion uh, he's, he's,
1: he's a billionaire
0: I don't know Donald Trump's Assets Over three billion and debts And that's also A huge problem By the way Shout out To your boy Jared Kushner Who we found out yesterday Hasn't paid taxes In quite some time I'm shocked. Uh, at the end of the day, you've got people who have nothing to do with regular people making decisions about what happens to regular people. And you've got regular people who are allowing themselves to be, who are agreeing to allow this to happen. And until that changes, until more people like be honest, decide that, hey, you know, maybe my vote can actually make a difference. Maybe I should do something with that. And don't just say, oh, the system's rigged, the system's fucked, I'm not going to be a part of it. Until people actually start doing what they can to change this system, it will continue to go to its end, and that end is destruction. And so I can't support Jim Brown supporting this current office of president and this dog and pony show. Fuck it. This step and fetch it. This coonery that's going on. And because he was there... I can only, I can only, you know, say, hey, you know, Jim, if you're there, then you're a part of this, and if you're a part of this, then you're moving this ball away. I don't agree with, and so I appreciate what you did in the '60s. Don't know why you can't do that now, because that's not what the fuck they did in the '60s. It ain't. They didn't just show up at Nixon's. They didn't show up at Nixon's White House. They didn't do that to honor the office of the president. It took stances against. Racial inequality Systematic injustice It's not what the fuck Jim Brown did last week Maybe and, and there's nothing you can tell me And there's nothing that's out there reported That's saying that he did And if the best that you got Is that Jim Brown said He was there to support the office Where the fuck was he in the previous eight years At the Obama administration Why didn't he go and support the office then
1: That sounds like some more spite shit Anyway um, You know what Here's my thing I think that it's very easy to fall into this trap of believing everything you see on the memes and hear, and, and, and parroting everything that you hear someone else say that sounds cool and sounds like it's hip and it's for the people. But the thing about life is, is that, and this is my life quote. This is a quote that I, I live by. <sighs> because the, the reason, and I want to explain the quote before I say the quote. I feel like there are a very diverse group of people in the world Nobody is is A or B, and everybody isn't black or white. Like, there's so many things. There's so many things happening. There's so many people that are around. And the idea that they're supposed to be one— I hear you say a lot that black people are not a monolith. You say that, right?
0: I do yeah. We're not Clearly that, That's bullshit If we were that's, This show
1: wouldn't exist That's bullshit Because you want us to parrot You want everybody listening To parrot everything That the, the cool black kids are saying But my quote is You can't have harmony If everyone sings the same note I live by that And it's very important You cannot have harmony If everyone sings the same note Black, white, yellow, orange Whatever If all black people Are saying the same thing it, There's no such thing as harmony That's unison And unison is great But it don't sound Quite as good as harmony
0: be honest, are you going to be at the Black Leadership Council in a few weeks featuring uh, Stacey Dash and Ben Carson? I will not. Mm.
1: But I'll be here making sure that I get my message out on the podcast. a different Science?
0: note, and I've, I thought she might.
1: Just well, I, I'll, I'll, be here, I'll be here on Black on Both Sides putting my note out. And they'll, put, they'll be putting their note out there, and I'll watch it. I'll, I'll look at some highlights, or I'll maybe if they have the full thing online, I'll watch it. But that's not oh. my job. My job is to do this. My job is to sit here and give you my opinion on this side. And if nobody gives a fuck, hey, that's cool. That's fine, too. But I'm going to give my opinion, and that's my part of the harmony. And we'll all fit together, and it'll either work out or it won't. But if we're all saying the same thing, I, I'm, I don't, unison sounds good, but harmony sounds better.
0: Full disclosure. Be honest. Asked me earlier to to think of, to to contribute a, a life quote, and I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I struggled with it, but there are a few things that you know, a few quotes that that I've I've used, and you know, one of them is is be the change you you seek to be in the world. I think that's like Buddhist or something. Be the be be this change you seek or something to that effect. And so, I think everybody does have a voice. And my huge problem is that the people in control, the people in power, want to extinguish voices that are not like theirs. And so the thing that Beyonce is advocating of everyone, you know, you know everyone singing a different note, the people in control, such as 45, want to extinguish those other notes. And we cannot let that happen. So whether Beyonce believes it or not, we're actually just uh, two different sides of the same coin, which is the theme of this podcast and what we try to do. This is black on both sides, where nothing is black and white. Be honest fully believes that what he's saying is, is best for us. And I fully believe that what I'm saying is best for us. Listeners, you must decide what's best for you.